What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Built Different Podcast, our mission to spark hope, encouragement, and motivation in and through your life today. When you finish a podcast, our hope is that our community would be inspired to live different, to live freely and boldly because of the love of Jesus. We'll be your hosts. I'm Zach. And I'm Brooke. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Built Different Podcast. We are so excited to be back with you guys. And this episode specifically is very near and dear to my heart because it is with my head coach of the Liberty Women's Lacrosse team. Yeah, Coach Kelly Nangle. And so it was super fun. I just got to talk with her for about 30 minutes and um, she just has a lot of wisdom to share. And so I was like so eager that I got to share her with us, the Built Different Podcast community and just you guys being able to get to know her and just glean from all the reading and studying and just wisdom that she has as a coach for so long. So it was really fun. But I wanted to start out just by sharing a quick little story um, about me and Coach Kelly. Um, I know you know this story, Zach, but uh, I I don't think I've shared it on the podcast before. Maybe when you were interviewed. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. OG. But not as an interviewer. Oh, okay. So yes, a quick little recap. Yeah, is um, my sophomore year at Liberty um, when I was playing lacrosse uh, I get done with my freshman year I go work at a little camp and I felt like the Lord was calling me to go back home right. um, for good like quit lacrosse lacrosse had become a big idol in my life and I just felt strongly he was calling me away from it so I needed to be obedient to that right. delayed obedience is disobedience mm-hmm. so I left Liberty. I went back to California and I spent some time just learning there, resetting my priorities. And honestly, I thought I was done with Liberty in Virginia. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like I learned just a lot through that experience. And I felt like the Lord was calling me back, Zach, after a semester in California. And I was like, no way. Like <laughs> I gave up my spot, like, and Division one lacrosse like is a competitive place. And so they only have a couple spots to bring people in or um, scholarships to divvy up among the members of the team. And so um, I was honestly really nervous, Zach, to call Coach Kelly and be like, hey, can I have my spot back? It's like, no, you know? And so I just remember being so nervous. Like I was sweating. I was like practicing what I was going to say in the mirror. I didn't even FaceTime her. So I don't know why I was doing it in a mirror, <laughs> but uh, I ended up calling her and I was like, coach, um, I would do anything to get back on this team. This team mm-hmm. is a place that feels like home to me. It feels like family. And I will literally pick up trash and give out water just to be a part of this team again. Wow. And the response I was res- was expecting was like, hey, Brookie, like, I loved having you on the team, but I can't accept you back. You already gave up your position. And so I apologize. But the response that I got was actually the opposite. Coach said, Brooke, we've been waiting for this call all along. We'd love mm. to have you back. Mm. And in that moment, I feel like that's one of the most tangible moments mm. that I've experienced the Lord's grace, yeah. abundant grace in my life because yeah. it was a gift to come back. Mm. And I was 
so undeserving. Hmm. And so just her modeling that sort of like, come on back, like arms wide open, so joyful to receive me back felt like honestly a prodigal son moment where like in our life when we are chasing our own desires are putting ourselves as the king of our life and things are just going to trash just like the prodigal son like we're mm. eating with the pigs That's right. um when we come back that is so the lord to be like i've been waiting for your call brookie i've been waiting for you to come back to me i am here i am near and i desire you and so that's something i'm just really grateful for about coach kelly and a sweet experience that i've had with her Mm. Revelation 3.20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Hmm. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. And I think that's a perfect depiction of what you're saying with Coach yeah. Kelly and what she offered you in that sense of grace and love yes. and unconditional love, really. And like you said, I was just thinking of the prodigal son myself, right? It's so easy to get off track or to go a different direction. Sometimes mm-hmm. we feel called in different directions, but then it's easy to get lost there sometimes when God is calling us back home. Yes. And he's that one that is always waiting with his arms outstretched saying, mm-hmm. welcome home, my child right? Because that's what we are to him. We're always his children. And it's a beautiful picture of love and a representation Mm -hmm. of God's grace and forgiveness in our lives. And so listening to this interview, it was so exciting for me, having not been a part of it, but just listening to you guys and the Mm -hmm. connection that you have. I was just telling you how powerful it was to hear a player and coach. It just doesn't happen. You guys laughing and having a good time and fun. Like that connection speaks volumes of the relationship that you guys have, Brooke. So I'm so eager for our listeners to hear. Me too. Thank you, Zach. So yeah, coming up next, I'm so excited for you guys to get to just listen and get to know Coach Kelly Nangle for the next 30 minutes. Coach Kelly, welcome to the Build Different Podcast. Thanks for being with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So this is a super special interview for all the Build Different listeners out there right now because this is my coach, like Coach Kelly, my coach for the past five years. And honestly, I feel really spoiled because I get to glean from Coach Kelly daily um, and her leadership has undeniably formed who I am today and so coach I just feel really grateful that you're here and that you'd be willing to come and just share the nuggets of wisdom that I get to hear every day yes well I feel just as blessed to be here and to share and to see you do your thing it's great thanks coach so first obviously over the head coach position for our lacrosse team in 2013 our team has done nothing but freaking grow and thrive like a weed. Like you came in, you flipped the program around. We lead the nation and cause turnovers. Number one, ladies and gentlemen, number one for the past four years, we just continually go to the championship. We're headed for that A-Sun championship ring this year. Um, but I think it's cool because you can give our podcast listeners right now kind of the inside scoop coach how are you feeling about the season ramping up we just had our first game um what are you most excited for uh what's some like behind the scenes intel that you can give us yeah you know i think the coolest part about the growth of our program and it's just every year just seeing it continue to kind of grow and build and like take shape and i think Hmm. um that's one of the cool things about collegiate athletics and college coaching is every year is different Mm -hmm. you know because you have a different group of kids and which 
makes the whole dynamic different um and i think yeah we've been on an upward trajectory with this program and i feel like we're we need to kind of take the next step you know and i feel like we're right there and um i think that's that's a big thing that we're hoping for this season is just to just to start to get on the other side of some of these games you know and um and you know as a player and um we love to play big games. We like to play good teams. And, yep. Um, so that challenges us. You know, do we have as many wins as we want? Maybe not. But, you know, yeah. we're getting challenged and we're getting better. And, you know, that's that's the fun part of this time of the year. And I think the most fun right now is just to kind of see who we are and who we start to become as a team. Because you don't yeah. – you learn that in games. You learn that through adversity. And, you know, we've had our fair share of that. But through games, you learn a lot. So I'm excited to see how this group will – continue to build and grow you know and it yeah. just it's a very it's something i've said in some of these interviews that i didn't really realize until is we're very you know we have a, some six we have a six year we have some fifth years we have some freshmen yeah. we have a very like diverse group of student athletes and ages and experience which is kind of mm. cool you yeah. know so i think every game we're going to see a little bit more because we're just going to start to see this group like learn to like lead together and yes you know yes that's so true it's pretty cool it's right? such like a different feel it's like a trail mix like you're like oh i got some m&m yes. oh i like the yes. raisin with the peanuts like there's different energies <laughs> coming into play yes. different strengths that's so true yes. coach Oh, trail mix that's a great i'm going to start using that <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true, and it makes me really excited just for yes. our team and this season. And yes, you know, and we've just been kind of knocking on the door, and I, and we have we've grown so much, but we we need to just get on the other yep. side. And I think you know we're going to have a lot of opportunities this season, and I think you know we have the talent to do it. And I'm just excited to see you know yes us get there and just start and take the next step. Yes, and I feel like just the fruit of your leadership on our team is undeniable um like like we said like the lacrosse team has grown so much under you and i think sometimes we take that leadership for granted like obviously that leadership that you've cultivated as the coach of our team didn't just come from nowhere and so what we like to start out with on the built different podcast is we like to really dive into the experiences and relationships that leaders like you coach have been through that formed who they were as leaders we call it backwater Mm -hmm. in the built different community and so coach i wanted to ask about what is your backwater what do you think are some of the most impactful life experiences relationships that you've had that have made you into this powerhouse coach well thank you for that (laughs) um yeah these are great this is a great little segment um i think you know a couple of things i think when i got to liberty i had good leadership um you know chrissy bites is my direct boss at at liberty and i think um, yeah, Miss Bites. Shout really, out Miss Bites. Right. She's the legend. <laughs> but she helped me grow. I think sometimes mm. as coaches, you lack kind of a mentorship and a leader that's gonna, mm. you know, come alongside you. Yeah. And not, I think in our profession, it's you know you don't get a lot of time to build, mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of programs need time to build. Yeah. Like you're not gonna build something sustainable. Yeah. In a couple of years. Yeah. I think it's hard and this you know in the world that we live in everything is instant and you know we can build Mm. things on not a solid foundation and you know maybe win a couple games or win a championship by accident but you know we really 
want to do it the right way, but I've been lucky in my situation to have mm. a leader who's helped me grow, you know? Yeah. And so that's just a, you know, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like a, an unsung hero yeah. type of situation yeah. with just even the job at Liberty. It's like, yeah, I have mm. good leaders, so I'm able to get poured into you know, and I'm sure you guys all know this. Like, if you're in a position where you're, you need to pour into other people, you have to be getting poured into. And I think, yeah. from an administration point, um, I have been able to grow so much in my time at Liberty. So that's been huge from a coaching standpoint. I think mm-hmm. my experience as a collegiate athlete has really shaped me because I knew I didn't mm-hmm. know exactly what I wanted to do, but I knew that I loved that experience so much. Yeah that I wanted to still be in it somehow, you know? Like, yeah. I was just like, this is awesome. Yeah, there's like something special about yes, being Yes, and I think, yeah, and the whole experience, and that's why I'm big on the experience, because, you know, that's something we struggle as older people to the younger people is, you know, you guys just want to, you're ready for the next thing, and you can't wait to move on, and yep. it's like, no, no. Yeah, you're like, soak this yes. in. Um, so I think that was an experience that has helped shape me. Also, as I get older and I go through this, the more and more alums that I hear from Hmm. after their time at Liberty just continues to help shape me because, and you Mm -hmm. know, God works like that. Like you'll be having a tough day where you feel like, you know, nothing's going, nothing's sticking, you know, we're throwing (laughs) everything's sticking. And I'm like, no. And then, you know, you'll get a text or you'll get an email from a former player that, Mm. you know, didn't realize at the time the impact you know that mm-hmm. that experience had on them and i think that continues to again give me life and you realize okay you know there's a purpose here we're not just you know um and i think also too i'm allowing myself to see that a little bit more and i think the longer you do it the more we learn to be patient like okay yeah this might not land right now um yes. but we're plant seeds you know yes um and i think you know from a relationship standpoint, my, you know, the, uh, my best friend who passed away four years ago, mm-hmm. um, she impact, and you know, and it's kind of this is what happens in life. You know, you don't realize what you have until it's gone, right? But you know, she impacted me in more ways than I can count. Just in that, from a mentor standpoint, you know, I went through phases in my life where I was like, eh, you know, I wasn't really being smart and making good decisions, and she really held me accountable and mm-hmm. um, helped me see, like what I was meant to do you know what I mean like she always encouraged like she loved when I would tell stories about just coaching and helping young girls basically like mature into young women and she like championed me in that like pursuit and you know again I don't think I realized it as much at the time but now that she's not here you know I I am just so thankful for just her support and her leadership and now even more so she's not here it helps it's just like man this is what i'm like made to do and you know she just helped me see that in a way you know yeah uh which is pretty cool so i've been i've been blessed to have a lot of people that have like poured into me and helped me stay the course because you know i mean even as an athlete but as a coach it it is a grind and you know and that's where chrissy in those early days i mean you know without a good leader i could have been you know, I could have quit or I wouldn't have quit that. You know, you know me, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Nope. Well, well, I'll, I'll keep happen. doing Team 10 up, finish. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, when you have people that are helping you through tough times, yeah. you know, and not just throwing in the towel, you know, you'd be surprised at, you know, again, seeds. We're planting mm. seeds and it took them a little while to grow within our program. But, 
you know, we want to make sure we were doing it the right way. So it's not, it's tough. It is a challenge. Yeah. But it's worth it. It's really powerful to hear about like the impact that Colleen and Miss Bites and all these leaders that um, were in your life, how they encouraged and watered your giftings. Yes. And I feel like you do that so well to us as a team, which is why I think the alums are calling you up. <laughs> like, you know, a coach who is no good, like no one's calling them up. <laughs> but like alums will be like, coach, I need to help with this. Coach, can you help me with this interview? Can you write this thing yes. or like whatever it is? And it's, it's, that's it. It's mm-hmm. like, being encouraged and championed like you were saying in like like when you see someone who's passionate and gifted in in an area when that gets poured into and watered it's like that thing just grows yes and i think that's what like that was rightful watering uh, with you as a coach because you have done something on our team that I think no other team in the nation has done and people are seeking you out for it people are asking you wisdom and advice even a opposing teams coming to you saying coach how are you doing what you're doing and what that is is the culture of our team Mm -hmm. you have created something different with what our team calls the team 10 and i just wanted to take some time for you to share about what the team 10 is what the culture is i know you've presented for coaches all across the nation about what you've been doing on our team and people are eating it up so give us a little piece of that and why you think people see it as so valuable in our seeking it out the way that they are yes so our team 10 this started a few years back uh, probably a while because it's been since you've been here right so maybe six years five five. yeah (laughs) yeah five or six years now um and it kind of all started with we had a year which i thought well we had a great group of kids there's nothing i didn't feel like we had any issues yeah and then you know as coaches it's a you know such beauty of our our um careers as you know obviously we get all our feedback and you know it's 18 to 22 year olds so you gotta take yep. it with a grain of salt yep. but the worst part, anonymous yeah yeah so it's you just know, like it's, come on man yeah come on man come on sign your name you know but anyway um the feedback wasn't like i thought uh, it, it was more so I felt like I was missing the mark like I I felt mm-hmm. like we were in a good space and then to get feedback that I didn't feel I didn't see coming was mm-hmm. just you yeah. know that really made me kind of be like okay now this is where I think a lot of my growth happened is like mm-hmm. I had to take a minute and I had to sit with that mm-hmm. and I had a choice like yep. do I get mad now thankfully we got a whole summer which yeah. I, you all we always say everybody needs that time yeah <laughs> and yep. I don't you know everybody I don't think it. I would have reacted without having the time I think yeah. I you know but it is very true and you know and i'll probably say this a lot of times but it's really important that as coaches or as a leader that we're echoing what we're saying Mm -hmm. so like i needed to just sit with it hear it you know and just kind of sift through okay what it what has no merit and what maybe is being repeated like what are some themes here let's you know so the more i kind of dug through that the more i realized okay I, i think one of the big things was just like you know i don't know what was expected of me and of course my initial reaction is like yes you do you know yeah yeah but then i thought about it and i started kind of putting two and two together and i'm like okay we meet at the beginning of the year Hmm. we give a list of rules you know five or six pages full of everything we can think of that you're allowed to do and not allowed to do yep 
and then it goes back in your binder and we don't talk about it again yep so i there was a little bit of you know validity to these claims i guess the more i thought about it, then i think about me as a professional i'm like yeah i get our the university policies it's like 67 pages long i don't yeah. even look at it yep. because it's too much yep. you know i just hope brad knows what it is so we can stay out of trouble <laughs> brad <laughs> shout out brad shout he's out our brad. Uh, coordinator for our team he's amazing yeah he's he's the policy guy you know so we got somebody that can comb through that so yeah. i started thinking okay and you know and we're like at a crossroads too i feel like with the you know the world and then and the just kind of the culture we're living in as a society where like a lot of people are considered old school nobody really wants to hold people accountable because everyone's afraid so and at the core of what i'm doing i'm like no this is all part of the process like we're playing this game to learn life lessons yes so we don't want to go away from that yep but how do we you know continue to do this in a way that still reflects that but meets the kids where they are kind yeah of. i'm like okay first thing it can't be longer than a page yeah come on you know come who's on. reading something i mean nobody people aren't even you know we put someone on instagram it's 10 seconds long it'll get it you know ten thousand more views than something that's yes. 30 seconds long yes. we're talking about 20 extra so seconds true. okay yes. so i'm like all right we can do this like let's think of what are we really asking from them which is fair that's something they said i didn't know you know so we boiled it down to 10 things yep and hit them with it hit them with the 10 things yep okay be prepared let's see if i remember okay on the spot there (laughs) (laughs) okay be prepared be a good teammate be responsible yep represent the program in a positive way let's go coach you're rolling uh communicate yep be respectful yeah and finish Let's go! Yeah, I think I I did them in order too. Shoot, okay, (laughs) okay, flex on them. Right. So what we kind of did was we, then we looked at these things and like, okay, if they're doing these ten things, yeah, that we can't ask for anymore. Yes, it's all within their control, and they're biblical principles. Yes. Okay, and it was important for us to make sure that's embedded in who we are but it's not so overwhelming because we have to remember like we're gonna have kids on our team that aren't believers and, yes you know and that's okay yes and we have to approach what we're doing in a way that represents the lord without it being like a members only club yeah sometimes i yep. feel like you know um and so i might not understand the verses or i may be eh, i don't really know how i feel about this but i can get behind being prepared yep being working working finishing yeah and yeah. maybe within that process i'll start to realize hey there's something pretty cool about these 10 things that are different yes you know yes and so i feel like that approach has you know and again where's kate i mean you're you're walking away with 10 principles that will make you better in life in yes. your next step of life in your job at home yes um you know it's been cool we've had we've had parents we've had alums that have like taken it to work taking yes. it to home okay yes you know and that's a that's a point that i wanted to make was um i feel like this team 10 is so core and amazing not only in a team context and us being able to practice out having such principles you always talk about live by our principles we live day in day out it's not just on the field that we're going to finish not just on the field that we're going to be putting in extra work or be a good teammate this is the same thing in the classroom when we're getting recovery when we're doing you know whatever when we're being a friend yes like all of these principles bubble over into 
everything that we're doing in life. And I feel like for anyone, even if you're not an athlete, um, having a team 10 or a set of principles and values that you go back to almost like an anchor or a pillar Mm -hmm. in your life, I think is vital and just a crucial tool for people because it's like, this is what I'm anchored to. And the fact that you coach rooted all of these principles in biblical truth is so powerful because it's life transformational. Yes. yes. It changes everything. Yes. Yep. And I can't tell you how many times someone will be like, whoa, so-and-so <laughs> needs a deep ten. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so true. You know? Yes. And, okay, this boils right over into our next topic that I want I want you to share about because mm-hmm. I get so excited about it but it's the topic of habits mm-hmm. so coach had us read the atomic habits book as um as a team book which mm-hmm. is so cool coach is so cool she does that bought <laughs> everyone the book and um in the book it says bad habits make time your enemy and good habits make time your friend. Mm-hmm. And I think this idea of core principles and values, these are something that can shape these unconscious habits that we have and turn them into positive habits. Mm-hmm. But I know that you live by habit. Coach right now, she's doing this challenge where every single day, how many days is it going, Coach? Uh, almost 200. Almost 200 days. Coach has been running three miles, rain or shine, yep. sick or feeling great uh bad day good day she does it every single day sometimes i catch her on the run at at campus she's just crushing it but um coach tell us about the power of habit how you've seen it change your life and how it can change our lives spiritually as well yes well you know and the more we read about habits the more you know it just makes a lot of sense it's like i think we can go back to all these natural feelings of I don't have time or I'm too busy but like that's not true yeah. you know yep. and I think there's a quote somewhere that's like you make time for what's important to you or whatever yep. and you know and in scripture too that you know like where you, that where your heart is your treasures will be or something hmm. along those lines it's so true like you know what I yeah. mean so I think um, what I've learned is well, we've learned a lot, too, in how to build habits, right? Yes. And so, like, you know, it's hard to do them just, like, one or two days. And it's, like, really, if you can hang on for a certain amount of time. I mean, there's yes. a bunch of different um, studies. Some say it's, like, three weeks. Some are, like, two months. Some say yeah. it's a year. Whatever it is. But yeah. um, I know for me, if I get through to, like, three weeks, I'm pretty good. Solid. But what I've learned about this is, like, it's not that hard for me to find 30 minutes a day. Yeah. So you know, and I found the balance. And again, you gotta you gotta kind of, you know, fight the mental battles. Which like, this is fun for me too to challenge myself because I feel like you guys challenge yourselves every day. And mm-hmm. so this isn't really that hard. I mean, some days, yeah, I don't ever feel like doing it ever. Yeah. But like, you know, I'm glad I do. It. I'm you know I do it when it's over. Yes. But I mean, the value of taking thirty minutes. Yes. And having that time for yourself. You know, I was yes. thinking about this. I, I was going to, like, put it in my caption one of these days. Who knows? Maybe next time I'll post it, I might. But I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. am I skinnier than I was when I started? Probably not. Am I running the miles faster? Probably not. Yep. But, like, it has improved my life so much that I've I've dedicated 30 minutes a day to myself. Yes. You know? Yes. And, like, you know, everyone always says that. But, like, you know. But I'm like, all that whole 30 minutes is, like, making me better. Because yes. I'm moving myself. I'm, you know. And I think, too, I've learned 
it doesn't matter how fast I go. Like, I think sometimes we set these goals and we have these unrealistic expectations for ourselves. And then we quit because, oh, well, I didn't run it in eight minutes. It's yes. like, I have none of that. I'm just like, I'm just going to go. And if it takes me 45 minutes, yes, you know, I'm annoyed because I like 30 minutes feels like a good amount of time. But it doesn't matter how long it takes me. I just got to start and I got to finish. Yes. You know? Uh, okay, this hypes me up, Coach, because it's not about the running. Like, no. it's not about the three miles. No. And I think that's what speaks to us, like, as your athletes. Like, when I see you running, I'm like, heck yeah, coach. <laughs> like, coach is dedicated to doing this. And what it is, is it's like the Atomic Habit Habits book says, it's casting a vote for the person you're becoming. Yes. So, for 200-something days, coach, yep. you've been casting a vote saying, I choose to be the type of person that follows through. I'm choosing to be the type of person that finishes things that I say I'm going to do. I'm casting a vote for choosing something and doing it. And it's like, that is invaluable Mm -hmm. what you've been doing day in and day out in choosing to become that type of person. Because then when you step up to the bat for another challenge that might not be three miles, but something big like, you know, winning a championship or following through on this and that, it's like, that is unquestionable in your mind your mind's yep. like nope i'm the person that finishes i'm the person that yep. falls through yep and that i think is the value in what you've been showing us yeah. through running three miles oh, every day well that's cool thanks yeah. for that yeah i know it's awesome but yeah and then and then what i started to do was listen to worship mm, and i think come on that's been um a shift for me too because i think you know you think i'm working out you know yeah I need like oh, uh, you know it yeah, needs yeah. to be like the hype up yeah, pump right like, like some, yeah I'm like I can't listen to worship spaghetti. it's like too slow yes 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 so but then I realized wow you know the value of now am I getting I'm getting 30 minutes to myself mm-hmm. I'm like disconnected I'm like talking to God I can like Dang. think clearly you know and it's yeah. like you know, I feel like I'm working smarter, not necessarily harder. Yeah. You know, because I take that time. Like, you know, and everyone always says that. You yeah. know, like, yeah, 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 time for myself. I'll do it later. But it's like, yeah, it's, it is invaluable, like, what it does for yourself, you know? Just like, <sighs> and again, that's a way for me to kind of, like, you know, pour, not, like, pour into myself. That sounds weird. But, like, take that time so that I'm refreshed, you know? Yes. But it's been, and then, you know, you're, like, listen to worship. I'm like, yeah. You know, I'm like, Jesus died on the cross. Like, I, I could finish it three yes, miles. Come you know on, what I yes. mean? Like, you think you need these, like, big, you know, yes. upbeat songs. But I'm like, not really. You're yes. just like, this isn't really that hard. Yes. Oh you know what gosh. I mean? That's kind That's of, so like, true. helped me. Like, especially through those, like, there was a stretch there where it was, like, a little tough. It still is. That's the best part. I'm like, every day I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. But I still do it. But I'm not like, yes, I love it so much. I can't wait. Yes. For my three miles. Yes. But you've created such a habit where, like, it's like, I have to do it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. I don't know. It's been really cool. I feel like it's a really good challenge and just a really great example for all of our community to just take on a, some sort of challenge like that. It yes. could be three miles. It could be like, I know you coach this also transitions, but like reading a page every day or yes. writing out one page in your journal or, mm-hmm. you know, doing a Bible reading plan, like all of these things, it's it's the same. Yes. It's these casting votes, it's mm-hmm. this, you know, getting time to abide or be in solitude or worship. Like yes. all of these things are worship. Yes. And so I know for you, coach, you're a reader. Yes. Um, I got a, a Harry S. Truman quote. What's up, president? That says, not all readers are leaders, but all leaders are readers. And the more and more Boom. podcasts we do, I see that being true. Mm-hmm. Like every single influential person that we 
interview are avid readers Mm -hmm. and you're one of the most avid readers i know if you walk into her office she's got bookshelves just overflowing with books and so i always this is always a question on my mind when i'm with coaches like coach what are you reading right now what's a book you would maybe recommend or what's something you're learning in all of the reading that you do yeah well yes that's something i learned you know i always i'm like man i wish i loved reading this much when i was like in school yes but i'm like man there's no way I would have grown as much as I have as a leader if I did not read. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, and now it's like I crave it. But that's another thing, a habit I started. I'm like, I want to try to read every day for a year. Yeah. You know? And then when you start the habit, you find the time. Just you know? And now, yeah, I love, I just feel like I learned so much. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, I can't remember what it's called right now, but the book I'm reading is about motivational interviewing is what it's called. Hmm. But it's just, it's like a coaching book. Yeah. It's very interesting. It, it, it's like called MI, kind of like, you know, like EQ and all those like yeah. weird. It's, it's really cool. It's basically just about how, as a coach, you can better like interact with your student athletes and kind of mm-hmm. get more from them instead of me. Like if you're struggling with something, yes. talk to you more so that you can get to the core of what the issue is instead of correcting and being like this is what you need to do oh wow and kind of finding the balance because it's like there are times when that's needed but then there are times when yeah it's really it's really good I mean I'm only like 40 pages in but I'm like ooh I gotta like highlight this and everyone makes fun of me when they buy my books up because I'm like you (laughs) underline the whole page it's all open down the margins are (laughs) like filled with like Coach Kelly wisdom well they're like underline the whole book I'm like well yes I can I like it (laughs) (laughs) if it's good yeah I can no that sounds really awesome like with I feel like when you let people talk and you let them hear themselves back like that Mm -hmm. is such a helpful tool just to create that space for people because then they can kind of like sort through what they're even trying to say yes or like the life experience that they're having yes and it's like okay i'm I'm struggling with my run test okay you know and why are you struggling well i don't Mm -hmm. know well do you want to pass it yeah okay you know what can you be doing all right just like where you can come to that conclusion of yourself like, instead well, of if i cut back on this and do this maybe you know and now yep. it's totally different when you've come to that yes. conclusion versus someone else telling you just with everything anyway yeah. we don't like to be told yes it feels better when it was our idea that's you know so what true I mean? yeah and like, it's all of us yes that's so true like <laughs> yeah. when you find out the solution you're like well look at this yes and it's like and oh, you champion so it. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah it's so good but then if somebody told you that you'd be like no yeah. there's this like resistance <laughs> no i'm not gonna do naturally that. yes yeah. <laughs> i like being told what to do exactly yeah <laughs> but it was my idea so now yeah that's good <laughs> Um, but coach, I, I feel really grateful. Thank you. I know your schedule is so busy. Coach meets with every single person on our team every few weeks, which is crazy because there's over 35 <laughs> of us. So um, thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to just be with us, share some wisdom and nuggets. And yeah. um, I wanted to just leave a little bit of space open just to let you share anything that the Lord is kind of teaching you right now in this season of life and um, or anything that you've been reading in the scripture. Yeah, I think, um, you know, one of the biggest things that I feel like I'm learning, um, you know, I, I keep kind of going to like First Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances for that's mm-hmm. God's will for you in Christ Jesus, which is wild. Like, you know, give thanks in all circumstances. Mm-hmm. And that's God's will for us. 
thing you know and like yeah. it goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of the year like practicing gratitude yep and like what that actually looks like tangibly like how am i giving thanks in all circumstances mm. it's very easy to give thanks when things are good um you know and yep. i think we're being tested uh, i feel like but it's i feel like and maybe it's something i'm learning but i'm learning to immediately he's good you yep. know praise just go right to worship what, you know what i mean like when it's like this hmm. is really bad yep but he's good and you know like we're called to give thanks in all circumstances and i and i don't know how often we're practicing that and it goes back to yeah like our gratitude and stuff and it's easy to be thankful for things that are good but you know just learning i feel like i'm i don't know that's just like popping up a lot and i'm like okay but i'm learning how to actually because it's easy to read it and to say it and to know it yes but in the moment like you know i'm 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 feeling myself kind of go to it's good you know so good and i you know and that's not really a natural thing or like a natural response so i'm learning how to practice that i guess you know what i mean yes I feel like, so coach, I want to give you guys a little insight here. Coach has been asking after every single practice every day, she goes, hey guys, what are we grateful for today? And people like list stuff off. So right now we're like in the indoor, which is so nice because it's freezing outside. <laughs> yes. So we'll be like indoor, like <laughs> we'll talk about like our trainer, Amanda, like thanks Amanda, or like, you know, the food that they get us all the time. Yeah. yeah. But uh, she's been having us practice this discipline of gratitude and coach I've been feeling a similar thing um in I feel like gratitude leads to surrender like yes. and peace yes because like there has definitely been times within the past couple of weeks where I did not perform the way that I wanted to I didn't score the shots I wanted to do I didn't get that eight meter that I wanted to get but what I've been realizing is that I've been quicker to be like blessed be the name of the Lord mm-hmm. that will be done I've prepared the way I'm prepared Mm -hmm. i've like prepared my field for rain and maybe the lord didn't make it rain today but i'm going to keep preparing that field i'm going to go back to it i'm going to say thank you lord for that opportunity and what he gives he gives he's a god that gives and takes away and so that practice has been invaluable to me so far this season because i think it's just led me to open hands like it's okay i'm grateful for what the lord gives and like blessed be his name yeah he's good yeah He's good. He's good. Well, Coach, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for reminding us that the Lord is good. Thank you for rejoicing in Him daily, 5 a.m. And yeah, thank you for the impact you've had on my life. Wow, that was a powerful interview. Yeah. Dang. I think something that really stood out to me in that interview was just the way that Coach Kelly is so rooted in her principles, the Team 10. I agree. Um, and as a, as a member of that team, yeah. and I get to live that every day, yeah. Coach Kelly constantly is saying, live our principles, live our principles, live our principles. Right. And the way that she incites us to do that is, Zach, she straight up puts those Team 10 mm. everywhere, all over our <laughs> locker room, on our bags, on the front of our binders. It is everywhere. And it reminds me, actually, mm. in Deuteronomy with the Shema, yeah. how like the Jewish people, they would bind the Shema, like the Lord is our God, the Lord is one, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, yeah. mind, spirit. They would put that like on their forehead, in a little <laughs> box on their wrist. They were supposed to like it. write it all over the walls. That's right. But there's something to that, Zach. There is. It's like, 
I think we can apply this discipline that Coach Kelly has put into our team. I think we should carry that over to our spiritual life. I agree. And as we're reading in the scriptures, just like taking passages that speak to us and that anchor us Mm. and constantly be reverting back to them memorizing them um writing them down like in our journal or even like Mm. putting sticky notes up on our mirrors like so that we are rooted in our principles and when satan is trying to shift our perspective back onto ourselves or Mm. onto our performance or onto our career or our job or our kids or whatever it is that will reset us Mm. back to this eternal perspective no i'm here for the kingdom I am here to fight these spiritual forces of darkness mm. in the name of Jesus through love, through hope, through faith. Mm. And I think that Coach Kelly just models that really well. I think that's a great way of putting it, Brooke. I was just thinking about the principles themselves, all 10 of them. Yep. We wrote them out, right? You helped yeah, me write on. these out. Come on. And I think it's powerful to look back through them and to understand that they aren't just how to create and cultivate this team culture, but they also truly are biblical principles in our relationships with others, Mm, in our relationship with Christ himself, and the pursuit of this Mm. Christ-likeness. So I'm just going to read over the the 10 again real quick. Be prepared. Be a good teammate. Yep. Be responsible. Represent the full work. Work. Take care of your body. Have a good attitude. And finish. Mm. And Brooke, as we were discussing beforehand, these 10 principles, the cool thing about them is that they are all something that we can control. Come on. I love that. Controlling the controllables. Yep. And if we can do that and we can master that, it makes life a whole lot better. Mm. It really does. So what a powerful interview with Brooke and Coach Kelly. I hope you guys enjoyed that and took as much away from it as I did. But my friends, we love you. And as always, thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see See you you next time on the Built Different Podcast. Podcast.